0: up bros i'm caleb and i'm jonathan and we are a couple of bros on a mission to give you guys the most detailed movie reviews out there with as little bias as possible welcome to the all bros and welcome sam damn that was fast i know freaking quick Jeez. dude he
1: did that during the intro <laughs> <Damn>. um, <laughs> sam you are the MVP. that's all i'm gonna say you are the MVP. hell yeah freaking johnny on the spot <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right this week on the podcast we got uh not that many uh <laughs> weekly watches for you this week mm-hmm. again n- next week i feel is going to be a crazy one yes definitely yeah so yeah i was listening to UBS. oh so it was like, right before, dude. Yeah. So it was, it was pre-intro. Or
1: pre-intro. <laughs> so I guess I should have said, I guess I should have said, no. So I, I just want to just really quickly point this out before we get into the show. So when we were doing just a couple of weeks ago, we were doing our weekly watches and, you know, our mini recs, I did the exorcist and the exorcist believer. And I pointed out that I believe the exorcist believer is a better film than the original. And me and Caleb were ready for like all the hatred to come in, just just freaking people just being like oh my god what is wrong with you like you don't know cinema rose like what what the hell um (laughs) what one it hasn't really got a lot of interaction and which really kind of shocks me but i i mean comparing to what the exorcist has gotten i guess that makes sense but yeah like literally on tiktok it only has like five comments it has zero on instagram um (laughs) And literally, the only comments are, "Oh, you know, I've seen that. Uh, so it's gotten so many bad reviews. But you know, since you liked it, I might check it out." And then the first comment was, "Oh, um, uh, I wish you luck uh, on the hatred that you're about to get." Nothing. I and I was telling Caleb, I feel like Krusty the Clown in the episode of The Simpsons where they're at the Maple Store and he's complaining about how he doesn't like his MyPod. And uh, he's and he points out like oh and the music these days don't even get me started. No response. I said, please don't let anyone get me started. Nothing. And he's fine. Come on, isn't someone going to get me started? That's how I <laughs> feel about this. Come on, someone just just get into an argument with me of how I of why I think The Exorcist Believer is a better movie than the original. Just one person, please. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh shit.
1: Uh but anyway, sorry. That's just just wanted to
0: Yeah, up. that was our pre-show conversation. Yep. Anyway, yeah, so like I said, not much in weekly watches, but after we update you guys on that, we will be getting into our breakdown of Chicken Run, Dawn
1: of the Nugget. The sequel that did anyone really ask for? Nope. No, yeah. <laughs> Not spoiling the review, but I'm just saying, like, out of all, I mean, honestly, thinking about it, I don't think any Ardman movie really needs a sequel, because apparently this—it's either this year or next year that they're coming out with another Wallace and Gromit movie. I don't, excuse me, I don't know if it's a sequel to Curse of the Were Rabbit. I hope it isn't because it doesn't need one. So, yeah, but if it is. I stand by that point no Ardman movie really needs a sequel
0: so yeah we'll be getting into that and yeah so let's say we uh get right on into this let's do it all right
1: hey this is mikey t and grant and billy and we are failing hollywood. hollywood yeah you're listening to the all bros
0: podcast with caleb, caleb. and jonathan rose or
1: just Rose is to, it Rose or Jonathan? I don't know. Caleb calls him Rose. He introduces himself Jonathan. It's it's a thing. But he's a sweet as a Rose. He's a very nice person. Um, the only as a Jonathan. Yes, <laughs> that one might be my favorite. Just because it's 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 so funny how it's little. We we have to go into a backstory as to why we have on the podcast as to why Caleb calls me Rose, but everyone else calls me Jonathan.
0: Mm-hmm. all righty so c- kicking off
1: this week's weekly watch uh rose what did you end up watching this week i watched talladega Nights: the ballad of ricky bobby and i'm sorry i did not enjoy it that much um, <laughs> <laughs> for the first time will ferrell was way too much for me um i never thought i would say that i really didn't because like You have Elf, which, I mean, a lot of people, I'm sure, I don't know. Would a lot of people say that Will Ferrell is too much in that movie? I think some might, but if you're a
0: fan of Will Ferrell, I don't think it's it's quite like the normal level that he's at with these types of movies.
1: That's fair. Um, So, like, I don't know, comparing to, like, how, like, I guess outlandish and, like, flailing his hands around as he is in that movie compared to this one just he's trying too hard in my opinion in this movie and it just doesn't work for a lot of the time um i will say john c O'Reilly, though i love him in this movie but i love john c O'Reilly and like literally everything um he's a very underappreciated not only comedic but actor um but I don't know. Like everyone else, is is fine. The the jokes with his kids are hilarious. I will definitely admit that Walker and Texas Ranger, freaking hilarious. And I had no idea that this is the movie that the line "I'm all hyped up on Mountain Dew" comes from. But uh, when it came out, I'm like, "Ah, that's where that comes from." <laughs> I now know it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, it. I mean, I'm glad I finally watched it. Um, I can finally check this off my list of. I want to say because it's weird. Like John C. Riley and Will Ferrell did like a trilogy together, even though they came out. It was widely split apart um, because there was Step Brothers, this, and then Watson and Holmes. Um, which I heard Watson and Holmes was terrible. Um, have you seen yeah, that movie?
0: Not even
1: a little bit. Okay. Um, I kind of want to see it just because I kind of want to see all three that these two are the main stars of and like they, they are working together. Um, But yeah, I'll fully admit step brothers is a way better film than this movie. It's way funnier. Um, Like this, the supporting cast is decent. Um, I, I was shocked when freaking Amy Adams um, came on camera. I'm like, Whoa, I did not expect her to be in uh, this kind of kind of comedy, but I mean, I get considering this came out in 2006, this was kind of where she was like getting her startup. Um, but just comparing it to what she is in it nowadays, it like kind of like threw me off for a minute. Um, but yeah, just, I, I thought it was all right. Just, I, like I said, I'm glad I finally watched it. I can finally be on the Talladega nights train, I guess, because people hype this movie up so much. Um, but just, I thought it was all right. So
0: yeah, this is one that I I rewatched this not too long ago. Um, yeah, I I only like it for like a handful of super quotable moments, and that's about it. Everything that's else is just it's it's too much, right? Thank you. Yeah, I mean, but it's 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 weird because it's like the the quotes that hit hit hard. Truth. Everything else, though, it's just, it's too much. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I, I got to give this one a nothing better to do. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, all right. Uh. So I ended up watching Ted this week, and this is more or less my excuse to talk about the show because <laughs> I, I just that. finished watching the show and I was like, gosh, damn it. I need to watch the movie now just to like, see if it hits the same. And it doesn't quite live up to the show. I think the show is a lot better, but the, the movie, I mean, the movie still hits. It's still funny. I, I think it's hilarious. Um, I think the second one's funnier though.
1: Cause That's I, cool. I've
0: rewatched both of them recently. Um, so yeah, I think the uh yeah, I think the the sh- the the show is is funnier than the movie and the second one is funnier than the the first.
1: I find it funny that Peacock um has like the the Ted collection and it's just the show in the first one because HBO Max has the rights <laughs> to the second one right now. Dude, I noticed that. I
0: was scrolling through HBO and I was just like, wait a minute. <laughs> when I saw Ted 2 pop up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh poor poor peacock they can't have the trilogy yeah. on their
1: streaming platform
0: but yeah highly recommend the show the show is fantastic D- oh my god dude. have you finished it yet yeah I have. oh my gosh dude that final scene just like get
1: the get get the guitar <laughs> dude you freaking <laughs> called it i wanted to point this for yeah last week uh I can't remember if we said it on the podcast, but yeah, Caleb's just like, there has to be a, a thunder buddies introduction. Like there has to be in the show. And yeah, Caleb freaking called it that, that that's how they end it. It was, it was, it was perfect. It was perfection.
0: Dude. It was great. It was freaking great. And it made like, it makes sense too. Cause it's like, okay, there's a cuss word in the song. Like, why would they have had that when he was a kid? Like they, they did it perfect. They did it yeah. so perfect.
1: They did. Oh my God
0: uh i oh man i i freaking loved it and <laughs> freaking loved that like how it was introduced they're just like sitting out in their backyard and then just strikes and they're like oh god why is it like that <laughs> like son <laughs> of a bitch <laughs> freaking great oh, so yeah highly recommend the show the movie the the movie I'm giving a stream it and it's a little on the weaker side, but it's still I think it really? still ha- holds up. Yeah,
1: Damn. I mean I'd give it a strong stream it. But that's me.
0: Yeah, I I'm I mean don't get me wrong I'm not I'm nowhere close to a nothing better to do, but it, okay. it's definitely like a weaker just like stream it.
1: Have you ever, so I don't think they've ever put the unrated version on streaming, but have you ever seen the unrated version? I have not. So the opening is so much funnier. Is because, it? Yes. Cause I don't think that it happens in the original, but um there's a part where they're beating up on the, on the one kid and John comes over and um because i don't think like they even talk to john he kind of just walks away but in the unrated they're be- they're beating he's just like hey can can i play and they're all just like get ben- get lost bennett. and the kid that's even get beaten up he's just like yeah bennett get lost that was in the ver- that this it was yeah
0: i don't know if it was the unrated version but
1: oh no okay i'm th- okay no i'm thinking of a completely different joke that is inappropriate to say on the podcast right now okay um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um I'll tell you after because okay. cuz yeah, when they do that I'm just like, "Okay." Um I mean, I laughed. I felt bad for laughing, but um it was funny as hell and honestly <laughs> I I felt it was a way better opening. Um but anyway, uh yeah. Okay. I do agree I do agree with Caleb though. Stream it definitely. Yeah.
0: But yeah, that's all that's all I've I've watched this week. So <laughs> Yeah, so that wraps up this week's Weekly Watch. So with that, let's say we get right into this breakdown. Let's
1: do it. All right.
0: Getting into this week's breakdown, we are going to be discussing Chicken Run Dawn of the Nugget, the crazy out of left field sequel that I'm not sure anyone could have guessed we were going to get.
1: Dude, seriously, I'm wondering if once uh, freaking Netflix acquired the rights to like all of Arben's future projects, they're like, okay what are you guys thinking? Cause we were thinking a chicken run sequel. Oh, <laughs> no, we were thinking this. No, no, no. Your first one from, from us being, you know, your executive distributor chicken run two. That's all that you can do. Yeah. Doesn't quite. Uh, we'll get into it. We'll yeah. get into it. I mean, you know, for, from a um, financial standpoint, I can understand why considering that chicken run is still the top grossing um, stop motion animated film of all time. So from that point, I get it, but at the same time, it's a digital, it's, it's a streaming release. It wasn't released in theaters. So like, you can't really necessarily make that argument that much. Yeah. But, but anyway, yeah.
0: All right. Well, We did not ask a question of the week this week, um, mainly because we didn't know what we were going to be breaking down until four hours ago, four or five hours ago. (laughs) Basically, we we had a um, some people reach out to us about another movie and we were going to do that movie. But the screener that they sent us to like watch it, had expired, oops, and so we didn't have enough time to like reach out to them and like, Hey, can you get us a new one? Because <laughs> we suck, <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: yeah. But dude, it freaking turns out it expired yesterday. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> I know I was totally planning on watching it yesterday, too. Oh, dude, but dude. something came up and I was like,
1: Oh, I'll get to it. And nope, leave it to us to. Put I mean, yeah, I guess, yeah, leave it to us to push it to the day that we actually record.
0: Yeah, no shit. Both of us, too. Y- yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <sighs> but yeah, so yeah, well, that's why why we're doing this one, and also why we didn't post a question of the week. Yes. So, we will be sure to get one out next week. Um. So, yeah. So, just kicking this right off if you guys are new to our breakdown system we have split movies into eight different categories that we individually score to come to a final all bros letter grade the eight categories that we score are story writing acting character development um, effects but with this being an animated film we're going to be discussing the animation uh, then we'll be getting into music uh, and then character design, With again, with this being a uh, animated film. Then we will be giving it our own personal score at the very end. All of those numbers will get magically added up and spit through our uh, system and give us a letter grade to compare this movie to others of the same grade, as well as a percentage that really doesn't quite matter but it's still fun to talk about. Uh, so with that, if you have not seen chicken run, Dawn of the nugget, it is available to stream on Netflix right now. Um, otherwise we are going to be spoiling the whole thing for you in our favorite segment that we like to call
1: reading with Rose. All right.
0: I pause to like, let you do your, your bitching and complaining.
1: Oh no, I'm 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 trying I'm trying to be better. That, that, that okay. that's my New Year's resolution to not bitch about reading with Rose. <laughs> <laughs> just, just accept it and move on with it, Rose. Just accept it and move on. you <laughs> have been doing it for 300 episodes now. Just get freaking used to it. Like, okay, maybe not that. When did we introduce freaking reading with Rose? Like, it wasn't like at the beginning right
0: no it wasn't it was it it slowly formed
1: over time okay it's still been a while though so like i i'm dumb bitching about it i'm gonna i'm gonna embrace it
0: okay yeah all right well with that we'll be posting our spoiler warning now uh so if you listen past this point and anything is spoiled for you too bad
1: yeah exactly
0: yeah, so with that, Rose, you gonna take us away? Absolutely.
1: All right. Since the chickens escaped from Mister and Missus Tweedy's farm, they have settled in an idyllic sanctuary on an island in a lake where they can live happily, safe from humans. Ginger and Rocky start a family with a hatchling named Molly. Uh, the rats and Nick Fetcher visit periodically with supply. And you know, I'm gonna add an "and" to that. It shouldn't be a period. And the rats, Nick, and Fetcher visit periodically with supplies. Molly grows into an adventurous 11 year old whom Ginger and Rocky try to protect from the outside world. The appearance of trucks and construction on the mainland concerns Ginger that another chicken farm is being built, and with her more cautious perspective as a parent, she leads her community in better hiding themselves." Molly's curiosity draws her to sneak away to the mainland where she is saved from being run over by a teenage chicken named Frizzle. The two friends stow away on a truck full of chickens being taken to Funland farms, which looks appealing to them. Ginger and Rocky form a search party with chickens, Babs, Bunty, Mac and Fowler and Fowler. They give chase and find that the farm is a high advanced poultry processing plant bristling with security systems. Inside, Molly and Frizzle find an expansive amusement area where the where the other chickens, all wearing numbered electronic collars, go on rides, play games, etc. Rocky impulsively catapults into the compound, inadvertently activating various security systems, giving Ginger and the others the info they need to infiltrate. They are joined by Nick and Fetcher, who are separated from the others, but meet up with Rocky. Molly and Frizzle discover that the collars turn the other chickens into carefree idiots when activated. Frizzle is caught by the facility scientist, Dr. Fry, and given a collar. Molly leaves, promising to come back for her. Ginger reunites with Molly and learns, learns in horror that her nemesis, Mrs. Tweedy is running the operation alongside Dr. Fry, her new husband. The collars serve to suppress the chicken sphere to make tastier chicken nuggets for Reginald Smith, a fast food chain businessman looking for new food items. Mrs. Tweedy captures Ginger and puts a collar on her, which she, res- which she resi- resists wow, unsuccessfully, but Rocky intervenes and Molly frees her. The hens, rooster, and rats are reunited in a corn silo, which they escape by turning it into popcorn. Molly mourns the fate of Frizzle, prompting Ginger and the others to turn back and help the other chickens as well. Mrs. Tweedy orders Dr. Fry to start production of chicken nuggets beginning a struggle for the remote control that brainwashes the chickens between Mrs. Tweedy and the team of Rocky, Ginger, and Molly, while the rest of the rescue squad try to hold back the chickens marching mindlessly into the processor. The chicken trio wins the fight, sending Mrs. Tweedy into the machine to be breaded like a chicken nugget, while the whole population of chickens and the rats escape in a truck. Mrs. Tweedy tries to stop them, but Miss, but Fowler knocks her into Compound's moat, where she is stopped by the facility's security as the site explodes from the chickens' sabotage. The chickens return to the island, and their life returns to normal, now with Molly and Frizzle doing aerial reconnaissance for chicken farms on the mainland and the chicken crew, liberating those they find. Hell yeah. Yeah. I will say though, one thing that I wish, um, or maybe I hope it's, uh, what's the word? Um, uh, shit. I don't know the word. Um, I hope that it's implied. That's the word. Um, that this is the final resting spot of Mrs. Tweedy because I swear if they make a chicken run three and she comes back like again, no, dude, um, <laughs> it was a stretch for her to come back in this one.
0: It was, um, I, so I remember the first one being like, really, like we talked about it. The first one was really freaking dark. Yes, when Tweety fell into the chicken nugget of fire,
1: I straight up thought they killed her. <laughs> Dude, I I was kind of hoping that they did, because I was going to be like, all right, Armin. Ballsy. I love it. Super no. ballsy. <laughs> she just got freaking breaded. That's all it was.
0: Yeah, that was that was so lame.
1: Yeah.
0: But. Makes sense because it's a kids movie,
1: but I mean, are we, I don't know. I mean, like I, I get why you don't want to go that far, but like, I appreciate movies that like imply that they're going to go that far. Toy Story three, like God, imagine if Pixar actually did go that far, but the toys were incinerated. That (laughs) should be the first and the first Pixar movie to be freaking rated PG 13. That'd be nuts.
0: Yeah. That would have been wild.
1: Uh,
0: dude, I wouldn't even know what to like
1: emotionally do if dude, that was the case. <laughs> dude, what would kill me is if the la- the last shot is you see Buddy and Buddy, Woody and Buzz's hands holding each other are the last things to be incinerated. Oh, my gosh. Dude, I, I could never recover emotionally from that? Yeah, it's just like the end. <laughs> what it's like, well, Pixar, you broke me. You broke me. Yup. Shit. Um,
0: but yeah, I mean this story. My issue with the first chicken run is that the the story felt really slow.
1: That, okay, that's
0: fair. Yeah, and this one I had the opposite. It was going too fast for me.
1: That's that's fair. I think my problem was I don't know, I liked that the stakes were so high in the first one. But I mean, I I and I know like they tried to raise the stakes and they tried to make the stakes high in this one, but just it it didn't feel that way. And maybe it's just because the first one is a lot darker of a film like you pointed out. Um Whereas, I don't don't know, this, this one felt a little too, not magical, but just like, I I never, I never thought that the chickens were actually in danger. I didn't either. I never like really
0: bought it. Like, I knew that they, I had a feeling that they were going to have like a few chickens that were like sacrifices like just showing off like the technology like I'm like yeah I kind of figured that's what would happen yeah um there'd be like one or two and that's exactly what happened in the first and but yeah it's like the stakes just weren't on the same level like, and when they did like when it it did feel like there was like maybe some stakes but um Like when Tweety had Molly, I like, I felt no concern. I'm like, yeah, they're going to get out of this. Same. And I think what ruined it is that they kept showing Rocky doing stuff in the background. And so it's like, okay, so obviously he's going to do something that's going to like fix this all. Like if, if I think it's tough because it's like, do you go the route where he just comes out of nowhere and have like one of those freaking ex machina situations, or do you do what you did and just cheapen
1: the the moment? Yeah, I I agree. I, like I feel it, it's hard to rate, like make you actually feel like genuine worry for these chickens after the freaking. Uh, ballsy scene that is in the first one where you actually see the implication of a a chicken getting its head cut off um because that that to me is still the darkest scene in any Ardman film (laughs) um but just yeah i agree with you like yeah i i never felt that molly was in in any real danger and freaking yeah when ginger is strapped down and has the collar put on um didn't feel any worry there i'm just like literally same shit that happened in the first one. Oh, ginger's g- about to be, uh, cooked by the machine that Mrs. Tweedy has. We all know she's going to get out of it. Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, it's just, that was the thing that this thing suffered with a lot. It was setting up good steaks and yeah, by the end it's, it's a, st- for me, steaks are what make me care about the movie. And with this not having any, it like, I, I, I stopped caring about the movie. No, like, dude, I that's just like, fair. okay, like whatever, let's just wrap this up. <laughs> like that was like yeah. my, my feelings towards it after, after all that stuff. And it, it sucks. Like, yeah, this had potential. It's just, you, you cheapened your own s- plot.
1: Yeah. They, they, they really did. And I, I mean, I don't know if it was, um, if, I mean, I know it's a different director duo than, um, Nick Park and, um, oh my God, damn it. I forgot who directed the first chicken run. Sorry. One second. Cause Nick, so it was Nick Park and, um, damn it doesn't, cause I know they produced it. Uh, of course it's not going to let me take it to the original on Wikipedia because it's freaking stupid like that. Dude, you know what
0: would have been a really good alteration and maybe would have helped the stakes out a little bit more? Hmm. I would have personally liked for them to have been discovered on the island.
1: Ooh, okay.
0: Yeah. And then it's like everyone gets taken from the island i would say molly's already on her way to the factory like she sneaks away she's already taken to the factory kind of has an idea of what's going on already yeah and then it's like the main people that you want out of there or like not fully there so like ginger rocky like all of, all of that main cast like they are the only ones that didn't get taken and so that's like, then they have to jump on and like save their community and, and everything. Like, th- I think that would have helped out a lot.
1: Dude, absolutely agree. Um, And I feel that uh, like doing around the ending is cool that like, oh, now that that's, that this is their mission to save chickens from getting sent into, you know, being wow cooked. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. Take two. Here we go. (laughs) Uh, I like that at the end, it's their mission to make sure that, you know, no chicken goes through what they have gone through twice now. And you know, they end up being cooked. Um, but just, yeah, I, I agree with you. It would, it would have been a lot more impactful if it were the chickens from their, um, area, their, their family that got taken. And then it was up to, like you said, ginger, Rocky, all of them, all the, all the main chickens to, uh, save them. Um,
0: Like, I think you still could have done, like, the, like, I think that would, like, gosh, maybe this is going on the dark side a little bit, but this is where I feel like they could have done the whole experimenting and, like, shown, like, what happens when they get taken and everything with someone from that, like, community. Like, obviously not, like, one of the main cast chickens, but someone from like their community and then it's just like boom like then they get
1: turned into nuggets and you're just like oh shit! you know what would have been the most ballsy and i feel that the one that would have been the most impactful if they would have done it to babs oh dude that would have <laughs> been nuts <laughs> i don't know if i could recover from that emotionally yeah it's just Give us something to care about. We haven't seen these characters in over twenty years. Yeah, like, like don't be wrong. It was great seeing them again. Like I loved seeing Ginger and Rocky, Babs, um, Regin- Reginald. Right? Is that the name of the? Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, it's like, wh- why? It's great. Like
0: why, why? Like give us a reason to care. Give us a something to get emotionally attached to. And I think have it
1: like the rando chickens was just meh. Yeah, no, that's fair. And I mean, I get that they probably have a lot more going on, but like, I feel like I missed Peter Lord and Nick park directing this. Like they did with the first one. Um, I I miss them being the, like, like they're involved in like, I mean, they are literally involved in everything with Ardman, but I miss them directing every single movie because like, I, I still love Aardman. They're still one of my favorite animation studios, but like I feel after Walson, um after and Gromit, the curse of the were rabbit, it's it just, I lost a little bit of magic from them. Yeah. Um, but I'm not, not trying to be mean to the directors that did Donna, the nugget. They, they did do a decent job with a sequel because Chicken run did not need a sequel Uh, who Sam fell. Sorry. It was just one director. Sam Sam fell did a good job with what he was given here. But for me personally, it's, it's nowhere near on the levels as the first chicken run, which I love. Yeah.
0: So this one, I, I can't go much higher than like a 75 for the story. It just did not work for me nearly as well as the original did.
1: That's fair, dude. That that is fair. I think the the only reason I'm just giving to give it a point higher is is it was nice seeing these characters again. Not everyone was given what they should have been when it came to character arc, but looking past that, like when it came to like the like OGS. It, it did feel like seeing old friends and that's always a nice thing. And that, that definitely at least gives me gets, gets me to push you up a point. Fair. All right. Next up, we got writing.
0: And unfortunately that was,
1: this was bland. Very, um, especially like the new character um you could have had know. so much fun with the new characters like seriously frizzle Mo- like and i i actually really like the addition of molly i just kind of wish she was written better i do too dude and this is where i feel like the hat
0: like taking the characters um or taking like the community like if they would have all been captured would have really helped this movie because then you could have had Frizzle be a, a childhood friend of Molly's.
1: Yeah. Oh, dude, that would have been perfect.
0: Yeah. It's like the two of them always getting into trouble, like doing all this. And instead, it's just some rando chicken that Molly meets one day that kind of like drags her on the bus and is like, hey, let's go. <laughs> like, it's just some it's it's so random and it's just, yeah, it doesn't work. It like it nearly as well as if you had established a, a previous relationship. Yeah. And you could have had so much fun with it too. So much freaking fun with it. But it's just it was cheap and like I said, bland as hell. There I can't think I I shit you not. I finished the movie three hours ago, couldn't
1: tell you a single line. Yeah, dude, I got nothing either. And I <laughs> finished it about the same time. Jeez, yeah.
0: wow. It, it, uh, this is one I didn't even crack the 70s with it. I, I'm i personally sitting around like a 68.
1: It's It was low. It was so bland. I think I'm just going to be slightly above you at a 70. It does crack the seventies for me. It's nowhere near as good as the writing of the original. And as we pointed out the uh, there are no memorable lines, but there is still some writing that I did enjoy that barely cracks 70 for me. That
0: I mean, fair, fair enough. It's, It just it wasn't hitting for me.
1: No, dude, that's like I
0: I found myself having a hard time focusing on the film because of how bland the
1: writing was. Okay, yeah. I mean I didn't have that problem,
0: but I can understand why. I completely get that. Yeah. All right. Next up we got acting. So going through this cast real quick, we have Thandaway Newton, who voiced Ginger, uh Zachary Levi, who voiced Rocky, Bella Ramsey, who voiced Molly. I I didn't pay attention to the cast list after that. I now right. I hear it.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, I thought the same thing. I'm just like, holy shit, yeah, that was Bella.
0: Yeah. Uh Amelda Staunton, who voiced Bunty, Lynn Ferguson, who voiced Mac jane horrocks who voiced babs david bradley who voiced fowler uh and then miranda richardson who voiced mrs Tweedy. all right who what's your uh your top three look like
1: um so one thing i i just do want to point out really quickly um don't get me wrong. Thandy Newton did do a good job as ginger, but I was missing the original voice so much. It was, I'm sorry. It was not the same. And the fact that they didn't even approach her to come back like that just makes me so sad. Yeah. Like, um,
0: there were some improvements though. I loved Zachary Levi's
1: performance. Dude. Same (laughs) way better. Rocky, way better. Rocky than Mel, Mel Gibson. I know, dude. He's like such more personality. <laughs> yeah. So much better. Yeah. Oh, dude. I'm glad I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not the only one that felt that way. Um, But top three. Um, I probably give three to Miranda Richardson, uh, who came back from Mrs. Tweedy, just because it was great to have her back. And she. She was just as great as ever. It didn't felt weird for her character to come back because freaking it was implied that she freaking died in the first one. Um, but whatever. It was great to have her back. Uh number 2, uh I think I would give to Zachary Levi, played Rocky. Uh like we pointed out improvement over uh the voice from the first one. Great, great job. Um yeah i forgot i loved him in the role like i know he was um i know it could have never happened but i wish that he played him in the first one <laughs> yeah dude. same <laughs> um but number one i'm gonna get the belly ramsey uh sorry belly wow belly <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, (laughs) Bella Ramsey, uh, who played Molly. Um, while I wish that her writing as a character was a little stronger, Bella Ramsey was great as the voice of her. Um, she, I feel she brought a lot of characteristic to, uh, this character. Um, she, she brought so much energy, especially like just, I really enjoyed, uh, when Molly was on screen. Um, so yeah, that's my top three.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately the, 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 performances were good but it's a writing that sucked ass
1: yeah dude right
0: and unfortunately like even the great performances that we got could not save this movie for anything
1: yeah agreed
0: yeah so my number three i'm actually going to give to um uh, miranda richardson as well I love that she came back and she just like it was weird because her voice didn't quite sound the same.
1: Like it almost sounded Dude. younger. It kind of did. Maybe. I mean, she kind of honestly the way that she was dressed and she looked younger. I know. What, <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> um. So like maybe she's had some like plastic surgery or some shit. She,
0: she must have. Yeah. She absolutely must have. Uh, so yeah, loved her like coming back. I thought she she kept the same intensity, uh, in her her characterization, definitely of Miss Tweedy. So freaking loved it. Uh, my number two, I'm gonna give to Bella Ramsey, uh, who played Molly. I thought she was a great addition to the cast and so much fun. Um, but again, she was like not a great written character. But the performance was outstanding. So freaking loved. Loved her. But my number one. I'm giving to Zachary Levi as Rocky. He was great. Like if there ever there was a time. That I was paying attention. It was when freaking Rocky was on screen. He has like. So much more. Of a charm to him. In this just because. I think his, his personality is a lot better. Um, yeah. But yeah
1: like. It was great. It was absolutely great. I just, I'm very shocked. Like, I get why, you know, they didn't want to bring back uh, Mel Brooks. We're not going to talk about or that. Or Gibson. Uh, yeah, Mel Gibson. Sorry. Thank you. Yeah, um, Mel Brooks is a different comedian. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, you know what? I, I understand, and we're not going to get into that. But I just don't understand why they didn't bring, uh, they didn't ask, what was, who did the voice? Uh, Julia. Sawalha? So uh I think that's how you say her name. I'm I just because as far as I know, like there's no bad beef between her and Ardman, like nothing like nothing wrong. Um and she even uh like I think she sent in an audition for it, which which really shocks me how she would need to audition again for ginger when she freaking played her in the first one, but apparently they didn't they didn't they didn't think that her voice fit the iteration of ginger that they were going for in the second one. I'm just like, how the hell does that make sense? Well, has she, I mean, if her voice has aged. No, she sounds the exact same. Does she really? Yeah.
0: Uh, (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't care for that. I think if, if she has the same voice, but I mean, I know that there's times where that doesn't necessarily work. Like I'm the biggest example is talking about like uh, Carrie Fisher. The way she sounds in like Star Wars and everything versus how she sounded near that, like the end of her life. Wildly different. Yeah. So it's it's if if that was the case, I'm like, OK, maybe I
1: could be a little bit more understanding about that. But if she sounds the same, what what the hell's the problem? I, I think it's the case of, oh, we want star power that we can put on the poster. So there's like, ooh, Thandie Newton and Zachary Levi. Bam. What is she from <laughs> what I remember from is Norbert Norbit
0: she's in Norbit yeah. what else is she in uh, like if, if you're saying like oh she has the star power like does she <laughs> I thought she's in the pursuit
1: of happiness okay that does nothing for me no, though really? <laughs> <laughs> um yeah those are the only two movies that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, like don't run like she did a good job. Like, she didn't she wasn't bad, but I was missing the original. Yeah, I was missing Julia. <laughs> that if
0: that's the reason that they didn't bring the original back that they wanted star power, um you should know your movie. We're not there for like the people that watch Chicken Run could give a flying shit about who voiced her in the first. Yeah. So it's like, I'm not going there, I'm not going into this movie for, like, for star power. I'm going in there to hear the characters that I fell in love with 20-odd years ago. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, where, where where
1: are you sitting with, with acting? Um. I mean, consider like it's awesome that for the other roles that they brought back the originals. So that was awesome to hear them. Um, but just there, there were some uh, decisions with it that I didn't love. Some I did love Zachary Levi um, and Bella Ramsey, but not asking the original voice of ginger to come back. I did have a problem with, but that is not, I'm not going to have that, you know, ruin my score for acting. So, acting just because i feel everyone did do a pretty decent job with their voice acting um i think i'm gonna go an 80
0: i am just slightly below you it i did not quite crack in uh an 80 with this one so i'm sitting at a 79
1: that's fair that's completely fair
0: all right next up we got character development. I
1: was going to say bugs. That's apparently what I Caleb know. Has. What hell?
0: <laughs> dude, the freaking like we got like freaking fruit flies and shit. Like they're the worst. Oh, dude, that sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I don't have any food in here. I don't know what the hell they're doing in here. <laughs> yeah. So character development.
1: Uh, I'm assuming what are we... are we doing Molly or Ginger? this is one I feel like you kind of have to do both. That's yeah. Yeah. Mother daughter duo. I like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, like I, I will say I did like ginger's, um, character arc. Um, the fact that, you know, after everything that they went through in the first one, completely understandable why she wants to protect her daughter at all costs. And she doesn't want her to go beyond their sanctuary. um, and then as the movie goes on, you know, her going to Mrs. Tweedy's new uh, farm, um, everything that happens there, having emotional moments with her daughter. Um, and then at the end, you know, her deciding that, you know what, actually, we we need to save all these chickens. And then, like, the big ending being that they uh, make it their mission to rescue all chickens now, which is awesome. Um, I thought that that was actually a very good um uh, arc for ginger. Um, I still like the arc in the first one better. Um, I'm going to say that a lot. I'm sorry. Cause the first one is superior to this one. In my opinion It is wildly superior, <laughs> um, but just, no, it wasn't a bad arc uh, for ginger Molly, the same. Um, you know, I, I can understand why she's that, av- that adventurous kid that, you know, wants to venture out from where she is living. Like they point out, she's a lot like her mother, which yeah, Definitely. Um, so I liked that approach, um, and seeing her, uh, understand, come to an understanding throughout of what her parents, what, uh, Ginger and Rocky were talking about with what lies on the other side of, uh, where they live and just how bad it is and stuff like that. And just how she comes to, uh, an understanding of that and an understanding of, especially where her mom was coming from, um, and just you know how how they they mend their relationship at the end, and just yeah, like overall, not a bad arc for both.
0: Yeah, I mean it was okay. It was just again it wasn't anything new or exciting, but it was it mm-hmm. was done well. Yeah, for what it was. This uh, I I don't think I've I've cracked eighties on this one either. Oh, I, yeah, dude, I haven't either. Yeah, I, I'm i sitting. Where are you
1: at? Um, I, don't know, I probably. I think I'll be slightly higher than my story grade. I'll be a 78. Yeah, that's. I'm about a
0: 77. I'm just slightly lower than you. We've been close this this go. Around. That is that true. Yeah, Too often. No, it does not. <laughs> Especially with films like this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. no dude trust me when i started this i wanted to love it i wanted to love it as much as the original but it's just it's a decent sequel but it it unfortunately doesn't fully stack up to the original yeah all
0: right next up we got animation a wild improvement from the first
1: yes um like they still look the same um, like you know, nothing's really changed about the characters, but yeah, like the, the fact that, of course, they're filmed on way better cameras now. Um, yeah, freaking looks so much better,
0: yes. And I would even say the vibrancy, the, col- the, the colors that they use in this are so freaking stunning.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. As you could say, that uh, the first one is kind of monotone a little bit um if you're comparing it to this one which nothing wrong with that like i love it for that um but um the when the the decision to you know bump up the vibrancy in here uh with this one i think was a really good call and um it it, it definitely added to it. it it's a very pretty ardman animated film yeah i agree um gosh like
0: i had no issues. Well, actually, that that might be a tough thing. I I'd say I don't know about you. Did the the things that they used that weren't stop motion feel awkward to you? I'm trying to think of like certain moments. Um. So one that I'm thinking of is when Rocky dives into the silo, and so when he like dives into all like the corn kennels, like you could see that they It was like animated thrown around it wasn't like stop-motion movement yeah so there was that there they uh they had a scene where uh i think it was molly looking at birds and those were
1: like animated there one and i don't know what it was but the animation on the guards in this one the way that they were sculpted i don't know just it looked they looked way too bland for me, and I—I I mean, I super I was, generic. Yeah, I guess that's the point, maybe for them being guards. But I don't know. Just like comparing how they look to what I know the what Ardman is capable of when it comes to their human characters, I was I was disappointed. Honestly. Yeah, they freaking cookie cutter. Yeah, they had the same freaking model for like damn near all of the guards. I will say though, for, so yeah, Mrs. Tweety looked great. Um, freaking her husband, her new husband. Uh, shit, what was his name?
0: Yeah, I'm um, like they—they they did good on the characters that weren't that were like up front and center. Yeah, like they the actual characters, the background that we were supposed characters, to care about Yeah, the background characters sucked ass.
1: No, so, yeah, like freaking like when um uh Frizzle and uh Molly first uh you know like they're chasing after the truck and the guy stops at the gas station when he walks out the door and Ginger's like shocked by him, it's like. Wow, that is so generic for Hardman <laughs> when it comes to a human character. Yeah, uh, I never I thought I'd say that.
0: I think that's more of a character design flaw,
1: though. That's fair. That yeah, yeah. that's a good point. Okay, so, so I'll leave I, it for I, that.
0: Yeah, we'll save it for that. Like that particular problem. But I'm I'm talking like even the the explosion. All like when the when their facility like started blowing up and everything that like they used like actual explosions and stuff like shit you get like from a green screen and like in the background. I'm like, dude, that's
1: lazy. Like, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I'm not trying to knock you know using that kind of stuff because you know i i know stop motion is a hard thing to do and you know kudos to people that do it especially ardman but i don't know if i'm doing a stop motion movie i'm going to commit 100 and everything is going to be stop motion like they did in the first they had explosions in the first yeah and it yeah it was all claymation yep all stop motion why'd you drop the ball yeah (laughs) Like is the budget. I not there?
0: Yeah, I know. It's like I understand that maybe that's difficult to do, but you guys signed up to do a stop motion movie, freaking commit. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. So yeah, that's dropping that's dropping my animation score a bit because they had a lot of moments like that where it was random moments of animation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or of, like, computer-generated animation versus the stop-motion. Yeah. And it was, I'd say, distracting. Because I was like, oh, yeah. shit, like, that's not claymation.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I agree.
0: Yeah, I mean, but don't get me wrong. The the, the movie still looked fantastic. And that, that is but a small part of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm still, I'm still fairly high. Like
1: I'm in definitely the high eighties. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I don't think I've cracked nineties on this. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Like.
0: Maybe like an 87.
1: I think I'm going, I'm just going to be two points higher than you in 89.
0: Fair enough. All right. Next up, we got music is the song that they played at like at the end of the credits is that in an original song
1: i have no idea
0: because that was a a pretty decent
1: song yeah i i agree um if you if you can think if you can give this movie one up from the original i will say that it does have better music um at least when it comes to like, you know, like pop songs that they use, because the first one really only has the, the flip flop fly song. Whereas this one, like you said, the credit song. And then when, um, when Molly and, um, Frizzle first arrive to the sanctuary, there's that song playing. Um, and then isn't there another one when like, uh, the chickens are being led into, uh, Or like when all the chickens are about to be led into um the uh not incinerator but you know the uh the chicken nugget maker whatever it's called.
0: Yes, I I can't recall that the that one as much. Um, but I don't know. Compare like with the music. I think what what did we give the first one? Like a six. I think so. I think this one's um, at least with that, already, or with that that one song, the one about their their kid or their daughter or whatever. The uh, I think that one's at least earned it a seven.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Like it, it's barely cracked it. Yeah, like, this is more like six and a half. But <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. yeah, it's it's leaning more towards that one. All right, next up, we got character design, which this is where we're going to freaking hit them for the generic ass looking characters.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because the them them, them guards, man, (laughs) them guards. Yeah, Um, just Uh, just sucks because you get those, you know, those generic ass looking characters, and then you get the amazing designs of, you know, the the OG chickens from the first one, Ginger, Rocky, Babs, um freaking Molly looked great loved her look um Frizzle um I loved Frizzle's look Yeah Frizzle looked awesome but just unfortunately it's it's dragged a little down by the generic ass or by some generic ass human characters Yeah Gosh this one I mean
0: giving the props where props are due I think with the these ones I'm given I'm, I'm leaning more towards an eight just because of how well they looked. And I loved. Uh, oh, shit. Tweety. Mrs. Tweety. Yeah, I loved her look a lot more in this one than I did the first. See,
1: I liked her f- look in the first one more. Did you?
0: <laughs> yeah. A lot more scarier. I'll give you that. I can definitely give you that. It is uh, a little I bit wanna... scarier. But yeah, I, I, I don't
1: know. I preferred this one. No, dude, I completely get it. Completely understandable. But it, yeah, if if you're saying an A, I can definitely agree with that. Definitely. Yeah,
0: I can I can't justify sitting any higher. Cuz I think well, I if I remember right, I think we gave the first one a, a 9. Yeah, I think you're maybe let me just check for shits and giggles. Yeah, we gave the, the original nine. So, yeah, this this drops just a point.
1: Which, that's not bad, like, honestly. Yeah. yeah, no, not at all.
0: All right, last up, we got our own personal score. You want to take this
1: one first? I would love to. Sorry, I'm just checking something really quickly. I'm sorry. Where is it? Aha, there we go. Okay. Um, sorry, just wanted to check a certain score um so unfortunately this was this did not stack up to the original it's a decent sequel um i will say um it's not the worst sequel i've ever seen um but comparing it to the original um it's night and day um don't get me wrong it was great to see these characters back again um but this sequel was not necessary um and it really feels like a cash grab. Um, and just, yeah, like I, I, like I said, don't get me wrong. It was great to see these characters again. Um, but, uh, just the, the story wasn't fully there. Um, made no goddamn sense why Mrs. Tweety was back. <laughs> she was dead. <laughs> if, if she can come back, Mr. Tweety can come back. Well, I guess she, she divorced him. So I guess that makes sense why he didn't come back, but, I would have loved to have Mr. Tweedy back too anyway.
0: I think that would have been a really fun thing for them to like
1: bring back. Right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, just I like it sucks saying that Chicken Run 2 is it, it's not great. It's just it's it's okay. It's it's decent. It's 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 I would say it's good. Um, but I just I wish either we didn't get a sequel or we got a better sequel. Um, so personally, um, and I feel it barely cracks it. I'm going to
0: go a solid 80. 80, that's still pretty high. Yeah. Barely, dude. Like barely. Ooh, man. I am very much on a different playing field than you. Oh, this shit. is going to be our our biggest dis, like distance. I am I'm sitting at a 73. This That's did fair. not do it for me. This is one I I could I barely made it through this one. It I found it to be so boring, so bland. Like there were definitely like some good things about it. But
1: uh, yeah, wasn't dude, wasn't doing that's it. Fair. That's fair. That's completely fair.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, with that, that wraps up this week's breakdown. So going through these categories real quick. Uh, starting off with story, we ended up averaging out to a seventy-five point uh, five. Writing is sitting at a sixty-nine. Acting is sitting at a seventy-nine point five. Character development is sitting at a seventy-seven point five. The effects are the high points of this of this movie, or the the animation is sitting uh, is the high point of this film sitting at an 88. Music is a 7 out of 10. The costumes are sitting at an 8 out of 10. And our personal score, or the character design averaged to an 8 out of 10. And our personal score ended up averaging out to a 76.5. So with that, the final All Bros Letter grade for Chicken Run, Dawn of the Nugget, has come out to a... C plus. Okay. It's not bad. Not bad at all. Definitely a little higher than I thought it was going to get, though. Yeah, same here. <laughs> like wow. Yeah. So let's see. All right. So, this movie is sitting it's below the first one. Rightfully so. Yeah, like significantly. So this is sitting at a 78.87. Okay. Yeah, so not too bad. It's definitely one of the stronger uh, C-plus movies. Uh, So yeah, sitting at a 78.87. This puts it on the exact same level as Army of the Dead. Remind Which I me can what agree that movie was. That was the Zach the Dave Batista zombie tiger.
1: Oh yeah. Okay, yeah, I can agree with that.
0: Yeah. So oh, do we want to go above or below first?
1: I'm gonna let you pick.
0: Let's go below. Okay. Okay, so this ended up sitting. I'm gonna just like I'm gonna skip a few because there's some that I, I feel like most people probably haven't seen. <laughs> Wait, uh, did
1: I um what? Okay, so no cuz I forgot to click submit, so I didn't know if you were actually like everything was right on your end, sorry. But it looks like we're good. Yeah, I submitted it for you cuz you I'm sorry forever. <laughs> I'm sorry. I forgot. I'm so sorry. <laughs>
0: new rank or new new system like we'll we'll get the hang of it all right so uh chicken run sitting at 78.87 it's sitting below the remake of pinocchio or disney's remake of
1: pinocchio it's below that
0: it is below that
1: oh god what the hell is wrong with us (laughs) it is way better than that
0: is it though? Uh, I mean it's at least a little better. I bet you this was a music issue.
1: Damn it. Yeah. Son of a bitch.
0: So yeah, it is below the remake of Pinocchio. It is below Uncharted.
1: I did have a really good time with Uncharted, so I can I can get that.
0: Yeah. Uh it is below Hocus Pocus 2. <laughs>
1: two sequels that do not match up to their their original
0: yeah yeah okay and uh, let's see oh it's below Mortal Kombat 2021. all right and then it is below the live action remake of Aladdin.
1: That's fair because that is actually one of the better disney remakes.
0: oh absolutely uh sorry and then going the opposite direction it is sitting above the new mutants all right fair it's above godzilla versus kong
1: oh shit yeah <laughs> damn
0: <laughs> i know we well, were kind of harsh on that one <laughs> seriously shit it is above jumanji the next level okay it is above venom, let there be carnage.
1: Wow. Dude, I love that it's on like the same levels of like sequels that are nowhere near as good as the <laughs> first one. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah.
0: And it is above tag.
1: I think I like tag more. <laughs>
0: I, I bet you that's because our personal score was higher for tag than uh, like everything else that we did. Right, that
1: makes sense.
0: Yeah, so interesting placement for for this one.
1: Like I said, that is freaking hilarious. That is on the same level of so many sequels that are (laughs) not as good as the first. (laughs) That's amazing.
0: Oh, dude. Oh, it's freaking great. But, yeah. So, unless you have anything else you want to add about this movie. I got nothing. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure that wraps up this week's episode. One of our quicker ones today yeah seriously damn <laughs> yeah so <laughs> i think we're just getting like a little bit more streamlined in like what we're talking about now
1: i agree i think the fact that uh for the most part except for personal score we mostly agreed with uh the scoring of this movie so i that definitely uh moved it on a faster pace we didn't really have any um i, w- I don't want to say quarrels But any like, oh, hey, I mean, like you feel that way. But in my opinion, I feel this way. So, yeah,
0: this was quick. Yeah, definitely was, Sam. (laughs) Very. (laughs) You you are honestly Uh, just as surprised as we are. Yeah. (laughs) It is not uh, like, especially with how late of a start we got. (laughs) Yeah, seriously.
1: like It's been a hot minute since we've had an episode that's like barely reached over an hour. Dude, our. Short episodes are
0: at least an hour 45. Yeah. Like very, uh-huh. very seldom have we ever had one that's not even an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I picked the wrong day to not give her shit. <laughs> you did, Sam. You did. It's okay. Hell yeah. But Yeah. So I guess with that, that wraps up this week's episode. Um, If you like this episode, want to check out more of our stuff, be sure to follow and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We are damn near everywhere. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, everywhere you can also catch all of our episodes on YouTube. I've been a little bit shitty about posting those, but you can still catch those there. Like I'll I'll get them on there. Um so yeah. F Af- or so next week, uh we will be breaking down Rebel Moon. Yeah, the Zack Snyder Star Wars knockoff, I guess. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that should just be the subtitle
0: of it. Yeah, pretty much. So I'm, I'm excited to check this one out. Um, let's kind of see what Zack Snyder can do with a uh, excuse me Star Wars-esque
1: film. I uh, don't know, dude. I mean, from what I hear, if he can do a Seth MacFarlane was able to do with a Star Trek kind of thing. Hopefully it's good. Yeah.
0: So f- fingers crossed. I haven't seen anything about it. I I haven't seen reviews, trailers, nothing.
1: What was it called again? I already forgot what it's called. Rebel Moon. (laughs) Rebel Moon. Okay. (laughs) I got to remember that. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, you guys can catch that next week. Uh, Until then, this has been the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And we'll catch you guys next week. Deuces.
1: So long.